Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. I'd like to welcome everyone today. So today I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things that have come up during our five-day Manifest Your Best Life free training. So we've been asking people to think about their money stories and how those money stories have come to them. And a lot of people have been really sharing and what they are writing is really interesting. And you can really see how money stories take shape. Even if our parents didn't outright tell us that they were broke or we didn't have money, we sometimes took on that. We internalized the fact that maybe we didn't have money because of what they showed us. Like if our parents were very conservative and they tried to buy everything on sale or they never wanted to spend money on themselves or they didn't want to do vacations and things like that, it was very easy to internalize that as we don't have money. And a lot of the people are saying similar things. They're telling those stories that, well, we had money and I know we had money, but um, our parents would, you know, say we didn't have money. And I understand that whole thing because I grew up, you know, with a single mom and we had money. We had enough. She was always able to provide for us. We never went without things, you know, but she always outwardly would say things like, you know, we don't have enough or we need to save or and, and some of it was it's just normal parenting things. You know how you go to the store and you want something from the store? And so parents, instead of just saying, no, I'm not buying that for you because you're not going to get something every time we go to the store, which is really what it was about, parents will easily come up with the whole, we can't afford it. And I know my mom used to do that to me. And I know that her reasoning was really because she didn't want me to be spoiled. She didn't want me to think that every time we went to the store, I had to have something, which is very logical, and it's a very good reason. It's a very good reason. But she would just say we can't afford it because, number one, that's an easy thing to say, and number two, if you say that, then kids will stop. Like, if, if, I if she would have said something like, you don't need something every time you go to the store, I probably would have kept begging, right? But saying we can't afford it made me feel bad and made me think, okay, well, I'm not going to ask because I feel bad we don't have the money. And she wasn't doing it to try to make me feel bad by any means. It's just as a parent, what do we do? We go to the easiest thing we have, right? And we do it what our parents did. So for me, that was an internalization that we don't have enough money. I'm, you know, money is hard to come by. And, and I saw my mom working really hard. So also, she didn't say, I work really hard. It's just, you know, I saw that. Just being around her growing up, I saw how hard she worked. And that when she would come home, she'd be very tired. So I internalized that too as you have to work hard in order to make money. And there's a lot of money stories that are really, really deep in your subconscious that we don't even think about because we don't... They're not there because somebody outright says them to us. They're there because we 
observed these things when we were growing up and then we internalize them. And we may not even remember that we have those thoughts because they're so deep down in our subconscious and it's just a part of who we are. So growing up with parents who, if you saw them working very hard and you saw that it was a struggle, then you automatically had that whole thing in your head that it working, like it has to be a struggle. Like you have to work hard in order to make money. And it's so not true, but that's what we internalize. We think that. Or when you saw your parents paying bills, like if you saw them paying bills, you might see them looking worried or, you know, hating paying bills because it's a natural thing. No one really likes to pay bills. But I have since learned that paying your bills doesn't have to be something that you hate and dread and like it doesn't have to be that way. But if you saw your parents trying to figure out their taxes or pay their bills and it always seemed like they were very upset when they did it, you might have internalized that as well. Paying bills, thats it's rough and it's something that's awful and you have to do. Again, not because it was said to you. You just saw it. You observed it. And many of our money stories and even just our stories in general about ourselves come from what we observe, not what's told to us. You know, it's like people say, do as I say and not as I do. Well, we get that a lot. Parents may say one thing and then do another. And what do you think is going to have a bigger impact? What impacts us more is not what they say, it's what they do and what they show us. And it's just like the story that I mentioned before where when my daughter was really little, She was probably like five or six, and I heard her, you know, she came in and she was pinching her belly. She did not have belly fat then, but, you know, she was like, oh, I'm so fat. And I was like, what? Where did you hear? No, you're not. You're beautiful. And, you know, she mentioned that her one aunt that she stayed with, well, she says that, you know, she looks at herself in the mirror and says that. And... I mean, I remember being a kid and being around her and I was like, oh yeah, she does do that. So my daughter even, like no one told my daughter she was fat, but she internalized that because she saw someone else doing that to themselves. So if a little five-year-old can pick up that just by observing and being around her aunt, like what else do they pick up from us? And I don't say that to make you go, oh my gosh, I screwed up my kid. I don't say that. I mean, trust me, I'm sure that I have with the things that I've done and not really knowing it, you know, not really thinking about it. It's just things they observe. You know, when I come home from work and I'm like, I'm so stressed out and I'm sure that that has an effect, but that's normal. My point though, in bringing it up to you is we have to recognize what it is we've told ourselves and we have to also understand that those are lies Those are not our stories. Those are other people's stories that we have accepted as our own, whether we realize we have or not. And we have to uncover those stories and we have to get rid of them and we have to create new ones. And it seems like, oh yeah, that's easy to do. But it's not so easy to do. And the the number one reason it is not so easy to do and what a lot of people are discovering in this challenge is that they have stories they didn't even know they had. And the people who are posting things in the challenge, I will guarantee you they have not even dug up most of their stories yet. 
because a lot of that stuff is deep in our subconscious and we don't even know it's there. And you have to do a lot of the deep inner work to find it. And that's what Heather and I are going to be focusing on in our course. We're going to be really digging deep and uncovering those stories and then healing them and creating new ones for you. And it's a process because, like I said, we just did this five-day training and they only uncovered like the first layer, the initial layer, because healing, it's like having an onion. You peel away the one layer and then there's another layer and then there's another layer. And that's how it is. You find the surface stuff first, but there are, I promise you, there's more stuff underneath. There are way more things underneath that you have to find. And the deeper you go, the more you can heal And the more you're able to change those stories, which actually is what changes your life. And I think it's so interesting that a lot of the people there posting things, you know, they didn't even realize that they were internalizing a lot of what they saw growing up. But that's so true, and it is what we do. It is totally what we do, because when I think back to my childhood, We always had enough. There was never a time where we're like, we're going to lose our home or we're going to this or we're going to that. And yeah, I remember when my mom was, you know, transitioning and shifting into a new career. Money was a little tight at that time. It was tighter at that time. But even then, she still managed to get everything under control and everything was still fine. And it was around that time that my sister and I also got jobs for the first time. So we were helping out with that. And it's, you know, seeing that, I know that that time of her life was difficult and seeing that I think is what really gave me the impression that you have to work hard for your money and you have to scrimp and save. And even now, I love her. I'm not trying to say anything bad against her at all. I'm just making some observations. But even now in retirement, she's working like, you know, she's subbing and doing all this stuff on the side. And it's like, I see that. And I I just think I I don't want that to be my retirement. Like, I don't want to have to work in retirement. You know, when I retire, I want to do what I want to do, not what I have to do. And not that I'm not sure that she necessarily has to sub. I think she just likes it. But I don't want to do that. My coworker and I, you know, the other German teacher, we were talking about it. And we both said the same thing. You know, whenever I retire, I don't want to sub. You know, I don't want to do the thing that I did my whole life. Like, I want to do new things. I want to do something different. And to me, I said, I don't want to work. Like, my retirement, I want to travel. I want to travel a lot. And I'm not waiting till retirement. Obviously, I'm going to travel now and as much as I can now. But I want to travel then, too. You know, I want to be one of those people when if I don't have to be in winter, I'm not going to be in winter. I'm going to be on the beach somewhere, you know, and that's my goal. So I'm at the point now in my life where I see what's going on around me and I see what my mom does. And I know that that does not have to be my story. But as kids, we don't know that even as adults. I mean, you're taking on things you don't even realize and you don't stop doing it until you actually realize you're doing it and you make a 
conscious effort to stop doing it. And I hope that this is making sense. I feel like my words are really hard to, like, it's a struggle to speak today. I don't know if it's because we're getting ready to go into Mercury and retrograde, but... Um, but what I'm trying to say is I was 41 years old when I realized that I don't have to take on these stories anymore. Like these are not my stories. These are other people's BS stories that I have taken on and I don't have to do it anymore. Like this doesn't have to be how my life goes. I totally have a choice and it's my choice to let those stories go and to rewrite new stories for myself. And that's really what we've been working on all this week. Um, You know, we started day one with an energy clearing and then the next two days have been about money stories. And it's like I said, it's interesting. And a lot of people have said, oh, well, I never realized the stories that I had. And that's how it is. It's always how it is. And your stories, because nobody really wants to go and look at themselves deeply, right? It's uncomfortable. A lot of people don't like doing that, but you have to do that. You have to really dig deep. You know, there are a lot of things about myself that I'm not proud of, things from my past, you know, that I didn't always behave in the most, um, what do I want to say, the most dignified way. And I, I mean, I never did anything super bad, but I just mean that I wasn't always concerned about improving myself and being better when it comes to the spirituality stuff. That wasn't always me. That wasn't always my story. And it wasn't until I started digging deeper, you know, in my old relationships, I used to be the one who would project the pain onto other people. You know, and I would say, if you don't heal yourself, you will cut, you will bleed all over those who didn't cut you. I used to be the one who would bleed all over people sometimes and not intentionally and I didn't know I was doing it. But unintentionally, I was holding on to BS stories about myself that I had picked up throughout the years and that I hadn't realized that I had picked up. And I hadn't done anything to heal it because I didn't even know they were there. And it took a relationship ending and pointing that out to me that I went, oh, yeah, I need to fix that. So that's what I set about doing. And my whole journey started when I was just setting about trying to fix the things I knew were broken in me. And that's really what it was about. And it ended up turning into this huge spiritual transformation, an amazing journey. Um, so awesome, by the way, so awesome. And those of you who are starting it or in the middle of it, I mean, there are times when it's very painful and can be very dark. But I'm here to tell you to keep going and keep doing the inner work because when you do, you end up on the other side with all of these beautiful and amazing blessings. And for me, I had to actually take classes. I had to work with someone. I I couldn't figure it out on my own. And I don't think that we're supposed to figure it out on our own. I think that the universe draws us to people who can help us. And I think that the universe is saying, look, you've got these issues you need to fix and here's this person who can help you, so allow them to. And I know that's what happened with me when I met my mentor. And just like you, I was listening to a podcast she did and that's how I found her. And when I decided to work with her, my life completely changed. 
And it was like unlocking secrets that I had already known were there all along. It's like I already knew this stuff, but she was just helping me to remember. Remember who I was and where I came from. And you can do the same. It's all within you. Our soul already knows all of these answers. It's just we're here having a human experience because we're trying to experience this life. We're learning. We're growing. We're trying to get back to what we know already. Our soul already knows the truth. And it's just remembering it. And in doing this work, what we're doing is we are uncovering the lies that you've picked up on, the lies you were told, and we are getting rid of them. We're acknowledging them, getting rid of them, and we are relearning our truth. The truth is you can have anything you want. You can be as abundant as you want. The universe is ready to give to you. But you've got to be willing to let go of the stuff that isn't serving you. And those lies, those conditions, those stories you've told yourself, they're not serving you. They're keeping you stuck. They're keeping you stuck in debt. Stuck in thinking you have to work so hard. Stuck in thinking that you are on this one path that you're not enjoying, but you've got to stick with it because you've been doing it for so long. Those are just lies. The universe says, if you will trust, if you will have faith, and you will move forward, we are behind you. We have your back. We're lining everything up for you. It's already yours. You just have to move. And as hard as that is to believe sometimes, it's absolutely the truth. Everything you want is already yours if you will just move towards it. And for some people, that's going to mean doing the deep inner work so that you can let go of those stories that are keeping you afraid. Because this really all just boils down to fear. Those stories around money or around yourself, those revolve around fear. It's keeping you stuck. And there's a good reason You know, we live in a society where we have to have different social classes. And the thing is, that works for the people at the top. It doesn't work so well for people in the middle and the bottom. And the thing is that you can be at the top too. But you have to be willing to understand that the universe wants to help you get there. But you've got to let go. You've got to let go of what's comfortable. It's easy to stay where you're comfortable. You don't have any pressure. There's not much you have to do. You can just kind of go with the flow. But you're not going to rise anywhere. If you want to truly experience your best life, you've got to get out of that comfort zone. And I'm here to tell you that when we don't get out of the comfort zone ourselves, the universe is going to knock you into it. They're going to knock you out of that comfort zone because the universe wants you to have all this stuff. 
And when we sit there and go, yeah, I know, I I want it too, but we don't do anything, the universe is like, really? All right, if you're not going to do anything, I'm going to do something for you. And then the rug gets pulled out from underneath you. You have what I like to call a tower moment. Because the universe is trying to move your feet for you. And that is really uncomfortable. But if you'll listen to your intuition, if you'll do the deep inner work, if you start changing your mindset, start changing your stories, you don't have to experience those tower moments anymore because the universe is co-creating right alongside of you. And because you're doing your part, the universe is supporting you. And the universe doesn't have to pull the rug out from underneath you because you're doing the work. So those of you that are in the group, I am so proud of you for doing the work. I think that you're awfully brave. It's not an easy thing to take a look at yourself, but I commend all of you for doing that. And I hope you'll continue the work even after this five-day challenge is over. You know, we are offering a class and it's going to be much, much deeper work than the five-day free training, but it's so worth it. We're going to do a past life regression with you, possibly even a Reiki session to, you know, kind of balance you and, and heal you of those deep inner things because that's what's keeping you stuck. And the universe is just asking you to do the work. And if you do, you will be fully supported. So I wanted to pull a couple of cards for you today. They are from the Archangel Oracle deck by Doreen Virtue. And the first one I love, I absolutely love this. It's remember who you are. It's Archangel Michael. You are a powerful, loving, and creative child of God. You are very loved. So true. You are so deeply loved. And if you remember that, you'll know the universe wants you to have everything you want. You are deeply loved. And the second card, I love this as well. It's gifts from God. Archangel Sandalphon. We angels bring you gifts from your creator. Open your arms to receive. And it's so true. They want to bring you everything you want, but you've got to trust. You've got to let go. You've got to be open to receiving, and you've got to know how deeply you deserve those gifts. Well, guys, I just want to thank you for being here with me. Please subscribe to this podcast. That helps others find me, and I am on a mission to help as many people as possible. If you like the podcast, please share it with others. Please leave me reviews from wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Podbean. That really helps me, and I really appreciate it. Really, really, truly do. Thank you for those of you who have already left me reviews. I want to thank Jay because I saw your review on there. I'm really, truly thankful. And thankful for all of you who reach out to me. I love hearing from you and talking to you. It's one of the things I really love about what I do is that I get to connect with so many amazing people. So thank you for reaching out. And if you want to work with me, but you're just not sure what you need, reach out to me. We can talk about it. Either you can call me or you can text me or you can send me an email, whatever you're more comfortable with. You can even message me on Facebook or Instagram. We can talk about what you might need. And I promise you, I am going to get you the best service possible 
I'm not about the money. I'm about how can I help you? And um, I just want to thank you. If you haven't subscribed to my website, if you do, you will receive a free morning and evening meditation. It's just my gift to you and my way of saying thank you for supporting me and all that I do. I love you guys. I hope that you are doing really well. I do want you to know that I'm not doing the Facebook Lives anymore until after July at least because I have my dad coming into town next week and I want to have time with him. And also I am taking students to Europe. That's going to be coming up in July and I won't have time then. And I have this new job so I have to go and clean out my old classroom and set up my new one. So that's going to be a lot of work for me. And I just want to thank you for those of you that have been joining me on the lives. I promise I will try to be back in August. And until then, please keep listening to my podcast. Reach out if you need anything. Uh, Check out our course. If you did not get in on the five-day free training, you can still get in on the course that Heather and I are doing. So you might want to go check that out. The information is on my website. Thank you guys. Have a beautiful day. I am sending you massive love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.